Hey, this is Chuck, and you are listening to Fans with Bands, the podcast where we talk to the fans and the bands they dig about life, music, and whatever the hell else we want to talk about. Today on Fans with Bands, we're talking to Convulsus. Check it out. Hey, this is Chuck with Fans with Bands, and I'm talking to Jimmy, Bubba, Adam, Garrett, and Davey of Convulsus. How are you guys doing? Good. Great. All right. Awesome. Awesome. So Jimmy was kind enough to get me a, a copy or EP, um, which is an evil born, an evil born of the abyss. And I listened to it and I was like, holy fuck. I mean, you guys, it was just so goddamn heavy. When it, the first riffs of Servants of the Abyss, I was just like, Jesus Christ, what the hell? It was so fucking cool. So thank you first for, well, well, thank you for being on here, but also for making that fucking, the only thing that's, the only bummer with it is it's only four fucking songs. That's uh, yeah. Problem I <laughs> yeah, I gotta leave more yeah, on something, man. man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we got more on the chamber. Yeah. Yeah. We got more on the chamber, man. Oh, awesome, awesome. Yeah, because every tune rips. I mean, every single one. Was just like bam, 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 bam. I was like, may or may not have only one more song. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it was so good. So, um, how did you guys get? How did Convulsus uh, come into existence? Uh, I'll take this one. Uh, so, I was, uh, uh, I guess, I don't know. We were, I was jamming in Plague Gears a while back. Yep. And then I, I ended up leaving the band, and uh, I ended up linking up with uh, Chris from Shit Life for a little bit. And he has a project that I'm, I'm not going to tell anything about. I think it may, it may be secret or something, but uh, so he's doing another project and I was jamming with him for a little bit and uh, he needed, I don't really shred. I just do rhythm. Yeah. So he needed a shredder and he was like, Hey, you know, like I need to get this guy. And I'm like, yo, your band, your call, do what you got to do. So as soon as that happened, I was like, well, shit, I got to do something. I, I was kind of starting to write. Yeah. And uh, so I just started compiling material and I think I, I had reached out to Adam and Bubba separately at different times, uh, you know, just, you know, Hey, you want to do something? And, uh, it, it just wasn't the right timing at, right. at the time. So, uh, finally we all started, uh, Adam and I got together, uh, started hashing out some stuff and then Bubba quickly was already on board anyways. He was like, okay, yeah, let's, let's all get in there. Um, had nothing going on. Yeah. And then Davey and I had already been jamming before in a band called Berserkules, which was kind of like a, Pig destroyer kind of just, uh, you know, tongue-in-cheek yeah. kind of grind kind of shit. Yeah, riff salad. <laughs> uh, you know, with our boy Tony. Uh, so he ended up moving away. Uh, so Davey, uh, him and I have been working on uh, mainly just old-school death metal kind of stuff yeah. uh, on the side. And uh, so we finally all just joined forces. And then I think you, you worked with Garrett, right? Yeah, Zeke's Rock and Roll Barbecue in Ferndale. Oh, cool. Awesome. Got a yeah. sponsor. They're closed now. I just remember slathering ribs uh, in the back in the kitchen there. Bubba was Smoked there. that brisket for 12 hours. Smoked, <laughs> smoked, that, smoked that pork ass oh, all the way. Rosemary and thyme and fucking assorted spices and... But no, anyway, yeah, so I worked with Bubba, and I was on fucking Facebook one day, and Bubba posted that he had a new project, and I uh, was working on a new band. He dropped the demo. People. Yeah, he dropped the if demo. If you post it, they will know. come, and he can. Yeah. My <laughs> came, came already. <laughs> right there. But yeah, yeah, and I came in, auditioned, 
uh and second you can hear on the ep he fucking killed it so. oh hell yeah i mean that that is what um so, so i'll be i'll be honest with you guys like sometimes i hear a thrash band and i love the music but the vocals kind of just i don't know either they're maybe a, everybody's got their own taste but sometimes like maybe a little too punk or a little too death metal um yeah. for for the thrash element of it but the I mean, Garrett, your voice is perfect. You got kind of this, um, uh, I think of like um, Exodus, you know. Yep, Zetro. Zetro, yeah. Zetro, yeah. Zetro, yeah. Zetro is demolition yep. hammer, dude. Yeah. You got Garrett. Yeah, yeah. I, I do want to mention with him, though, too, he's a he's a hip-hop artist, too, man. So, like, uh, he, he does his uh, his Genghis Khan shit on the side, too, oh, man. Oh, no shit. Like, <laughs> yeah. So, I, I awesome. mean, you hear that, like, the fluidity like in the lyrics man yes, like absolutely it, it comes through phrasing, yeah yeah. Yep. yeah yeah the phrasing exactly um you know the that that rapid fire delivery to be able to get all those lyrics out you know but also have it be um you know i like the enunciation you know you can you get yep. the, the the lyrics as opposed to it just being uh not you know again i love death metal too but sometimes you're like what the fuck did that guy say thank you chuck you know for the kind words and uh i really appreciate that um like this is my first band like first time being in a band i uh like adam was telling you i'm a hip-hop artist uh, i go by genghis Ganj, and i've been doing that fuck since high school awesome. my first album in 2008 and now i'm rocking with these fucking <laughs> Foods. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, yeah, having oh, yeah. a fucking blast, writing good music, and we're just ready to play more shows and awesome. represent. Awesome. So, um, as far as the album, um, like Jimmy, did you have it pretty much written, or was it like um, pieces huh. of of things, riffs yeah, ready I to go? A lot of material already kind of compiled, but uh, we we sort of saw what was working, what wasn't, and like, yeah. I mean, what there's like. <clears throat> I mean, I think there was like 10 songs April or something. Song, yeah. Like, yeah. So we picked out like some choice nugs uh, and then uh, <laughs> like went from there. <laughs> yeah. Jimmy, no shortage of riffs. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, well, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, so what is the songwriting process like now that you've got like a, the full group? And I know Davey just was announced as the, the, the official bass player, but uh what is that dynamic like for you guys? Is it get together, people come up with riffs and throw it together and try to make a song? Or does somebody come in and say, yay, man, I got this full idea and you guys kind of check it out, maybe tweak it and go from there? It hasn't been yet just because we were sitting on so much material. Yeah. I think we were sitting on those songs like almost two years. Oh, shit. Yeah, it's been a minute. I've been tweaking those songs for a long time, sending those demos out like to see yeah. who who was gonna like hey let's do something you know yeah bites yeah <laughs> and uh so it's i'm like hopeful like i mean i know like everybody in this band is an absolute fucking powerhouse of talent so that's where i'm like okay let's learn enough songs to kind of like play out get a you know a recording out and yeah. then like now we can start kind of going in and start all writing together that's the hopes because we all can uh, demo and record at our houses anyways and send each other shit so right that's i think going to be the real uh more fun in the band honestly because the writing will get more diverse and more like it's just going to be awesome to hear minds coming together yeah because honestly you know everything on the ep i pretty much had written uh it was just sort of like what i had and you know it was just it's just the way it happened 
Right. But like, writing wise, like we are all like on board. Like Davey's a guitar player usually, and he fucking crushes. He was in uh, Two Neck Noose. Oh yeah, I remember. Uh, yeah, that, so yeah, you know, you know them. Yep. Yeah. So like he did vocals and singing that. So I mean, like I said, everybody's a, an animal, a beast in his band. So <laughs> I'm ready. Like once we, you know, we're just like we're about to play like what, like our second show second coming show, up, December third with yeah, the other game, yeah. Siphoned. Uh... Siphoned is so fucking good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. My God, those guys. Nope. Yeah. <laughs> no, last saying, yeah. just calling Jonestown. Yeah, last call Jonestown. Oh, yeah. awesome. Yeah. So it's it's the the dynamic is yet to happen, I think, uh, which I'm really looking forward to. I think it's going to be really badass. The EP was just the tip of the iceberg. Yeah, just the tippy tip. Awesome. Of the- <laughs> that's that's what I like to hear. <laughs> Chuck, it's like this. It's like uh, you got you got a big like pot of gumbo. Like you know what I mean? Yeah. You gotta let it simmer. You gotta let it fucking simmer, and that's what we're doing right now. We're boiling all of the elements together as one into a big tasty fucking jambalaya of thrash. For all you guys, it's sizzling right now. Awesome. And, uh, yeah, that was my boy Greg right here. Hi, Greg. Hey, Greg. Hey, what's up, y'all? Look at how proper you are looking right now. <laughs> hey, I had to fake it for my nine to five. Hey, man. Oh, <laughs> good, dude. Thank right, you for so. coming on here, man. What is your question? Well, what, what are you dying to know about? Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, you already know everything about my fucking ass. Yeah. What is your fetish with sharks? And how did you uh, explain that to your bandmates so that they got oh, on board oh, with your fetish? That is a great fucking Dude, question. Uh, you got to preface that so, real fast. Because okay. yeah. that right, song, yeah. Waiting <laughs> to Die, yeah. is about the, the USS Indianapolis. Oh, really? The the worst shark attack in, in recording. Yeah. 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 So I yeah, so I had heard about like his thing with sharks and I was like, yeah, kind of hit him with this idea and he just went for it, man. Okay, so so it started at a very young age. (laughs) I I was really terrified of fucking water and big water spaces. Yeah. And like uh, so my number one fear in life is being eaten alive in open water by a shark. That's real shit. But as a child. I could repeat and say fucking like all the sharks fucking proper like Latin names and shit like a you young age. I mean, I'm a major nerd <laughs> now, but back then even worse. So that was my thing. My dad made me a Pinewood Derby car. There was a fucking shark that had a fin on it and shit. Awesome. And I was in Cub Scouts. So I've been obsessed with sharks forever. So the idea I brought to the table for everybody in the band was this. You tell me what you think. So the idea was like this. So. It's a zombie shark. He's a fucking shark, but he's a zombie, right? So he just, yeah, so he just scours the fucking earth in search of fucking bodies to chew on. <laughs> Rio de Janeiro to well, fucking sharks can. already do that. So they yeah. do, <laughs> he can't die. Quint oh, you could, can't die. No, he okay. can't die. So he's Quint, undead. yeah, dude, Quint could sit in his belly and stab him with a harpoon. Yeah, he's not going to fucking die. He's going to keep coming back. So it was a zombie shark, but Jimmy's like, yeah, I don't know about all that. So we went back to the fucking drawing board we went back to big grease and we slapped our fucking ideas on them and scribbled it out and what we came up with was waiting to die and yeah. it's about the most brutal shark attack in u.s history and like jimmy said so, so that's, yeah i mean if you know anything it. about that that it was yeah the, that ship had come back after dropping off the bombs, the bombs. Yep. right, right. And they got hit by a, uh, i think 
They were German, the Japanese torpedoes. Yeah, Japanese torpedoes yeah. sunk their asses, and that was the whole thing. Is the song talks about you're but literally dude, floating in water, waiting to die. Imagine being oh, in water, yeah. fucking for five to six days, dude. That's yeah, fucking crazy. It's crazy, man. Night and day, you can't see shit out yeah. there. It's terrible. Uh, circling around you, like. And we weren't making light of it, obviously. But no. we're, we're just right. That's insane. It's a, that something like that can happen. Like the amount of like yeah. panic and fear and like holy shit. Yeah. I would tell from how much shit would be in my pants. <laughs> yeah. So Greg, Greg, Greg what, uh, I see you got that cigarette going. What do you got another question for us? <laughs> he wants to know when okay. we're writing the, the yeah, I don't, I don't know. I didn't uh <laughs> I didn't prepare properly. <laughs> Good. What's up, Chuck? You got you got more questions, I'm sure. Oh, sure. Yeah. Well, I was wondering what is each of yours, you know, out of the the four song EP, which is the one that you love the most, and why? Start with Adam. Oh, Adam hasn't talked much. (laughs) (laughs) Well, uh, personally, man, like uh, I really love uh, Poison Womb. It grooves really nice, like almost like a like a kind of like a Pantera vibe from like the early like you know, nineties. Uh, and like, I mean, the, 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 pre- the premise, I mean, it's like the slowest song on the album, if you can say that, but like, it, it just, I don't know. It, it's got that, like that, that just that nice, like, kind of like, I could kind of like lay back and like fucking like actually so groove to it. Song it's you, the man. easy song for me. It's pretty much what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. So like, I, I, yeah, you get I, a breather. Plus, like the premise, like the, the, the concept behind the song too, uh, you know, being that it's like uh, loosely based on uh, the Basket Case movie, I had never seen that uh, before Garrett joined the band. And uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. So, yeah. about the first one, fuck the rest. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, uh, let's go, Garrett. How about you? Um, I have to say, I'm, I'm gonna cheat and do a tie. Um, <laughs> the first one that I, I would say really is uh, Living Obituary. Um, since the first song I wrote for the band, the, the first day that I auditioned, uh, they told me to learn Dead Embryonic Cells by Sepulchre. And that was the song that I auditioned with. But I also, when I showed up for the first day of the audition, they had a demo track that they had showed me. And I wrote a song to it. And it's called Living Obituary. And it's a song about uh, struggles that I have with mental health and um, kind of about that. So I didn't really know where we were going. Like, uh, subject matter wise or like as far as that vision was so I just sat with the music and let it talk to me and I said well let me speak from the heart and what can I talk about what do I know that yeah. I can do this song and that's what it was so it's that's cool close to me for that and then waiting to die um because I just love sharks <laughs> excellent uh Bubba how about you uh I'm probably gonna have to go with Garrett on the whole tie thing between living obituary and waiting to die as a guitar player Whoo, wait in the time is just I don't know. Everything about it is just 100 percent just pure energy. Like I said, he yeah. talks about sharks. Uh Jaws, in my honest opinion, is like one of my favorite horror films of all time. Perfect. Yeah. Just imagine, yeah. like I said, you're just stuck in the fucking ocean with a 25-foot man-eater named Bruce and fucking asshole. <laughs> like, said, like everything about that song is just 100 percent just going and i i got yeah i'll probably have to say wait in the die for me would be my favorite living obituary would be a second close yeah. call like the breakdown is so heavy i broke my girlfriend's phone to that breakdown i'm sorry sorry Haley. our songs definitely have like a different approach like whatever it's feeling you know so yeah 
Other than that, waiting the die has to be my call. Cool. Uh, Jimmy. Uh, I'm going to go with uh, Servants of the Abyss. Um, there's a little nod, obviously, to like uh, For Whom the Bell Tolls at the very beginning. You know, it goes in, yeah. Which is, you know, because I mean, I worship Metallica. Yeah, and I feel that shit, song, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but uh, I think like that, that intro riff, um, like I was listening to a lot of Merciless at the time. Oh, cool. And, yeah. So if you're familiar with them, like it's just that sort of old school uh, death metal. Yeah. Not like, I mean, they were a little, I don't know, like they were like <laughs> black and death metal almost then too, but like it just had those like really funny chords, which is funny because you can't even hear what's going on. <laughs> it's too fast. <laughs> you know what's going on, but playing it's fun. <laughs> uh, I like that song just because there's so many damn riffs in it. And uh, yeah. like it was a lot of fun to record that in the studio. Um, you know, like hearing hearing that song kind of come to life in the recording was like awesome to me. And then and then obviously hearing Adam's drums into it because I, I had demoed these songs, you know, with like, you know, programmed drums. I'm like, hey, check this out, guys. What do you think? And and then hearing his shit over it and then Garrett going over it, I was like, oh my God. Like <laughs> so that 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 would be mine. Awesome. And uh Davey. What's the favorite song you didn't play on? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well so far then you learned. Probably waiting to die. That one's really fun to play. There's like no fat. That song's just it kind of blows pure energy fucking it's perfect it's not bloated at all it just it's just perfect in my opinion and then you die you play the song (laughs) (laughs) awesome uh uh, greg how about you what's your what's your favorite greg you still there Oh, you with us, brother? We just got to love you. He'll come back. Atlanta, Atlanta, Georgia swallowed him right up. (laughs) All right, we'll come back to Greg and get his his feedback. Um, Yeah, I love uh, Living Obituary. That that tune, especially that breakdown riff. That fucking heavy fuck. The tone on your guys' guitars is fucking great. I love that. Just like. I'm going to go ahead and let you in on a secret. That's not our tone. Like, <laughs> so, uh, when we what? Recorded, what? Yeah, right. We didn't even write yeah, that. Yeah, song. no, I didn't write that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Uh, so, I think we ended up reamping through, like, uh, I think Tim, also, this was all recorded at Tim Trevino's with uh, Fractured Audio cool. Studio uh, in Woodhaven. Um, fucking amazing dude, amazing studio. Recorruptor, Red Lord, they all just did their shit there, too. Nice. Um, I can't say enough good things about him. Um, it was, I think it was reamped through like a mess of duel. So like he dialed it in, right. It was like, you know, clean channeled in, yeah. something, but then I think he reamped through like a mess of duel. Holy but, cow. Uh, we're, we're rocking like, uh, you know, PV 6505 pluses and, you know, just the yeah. similar tones. Yeah. Yeah, man. It, that, that recording is crisp. Mm. Mm. It is. It's, it's, it's so good. Um, so kind of curious, like, you know, um, how you guys got into wanting to play music? What was, was there a person in your life or a particular musician or, and you know, something that got you wanting to play the instrument that you do and, you know, get in, get into metal. Um, Davey, how about, let's start with you. David. Yeah. Um, growing up, I had buddies that knew how to play guitar and like, uh, I had a cousin who played guitar. He showed me some Slayer and Megadeth. Like he played it in front of me, it kind of just blew my mind. So uh, like that Christmas, I asked my mom to get me a guitar, and I learned some. I, I learned uh, Raining Blood 
which uh, my my cousin tabbed out for me and then i grew up like in cky so i learned that guitar that was fun yeah and then you know you jam and you find buddies that like music i found a drummer and we started jamming and i've kind of been playing in bands ever since awesome excellent adam how about you uh, so pretty much I, I started picking up, uh, I, I picked up sticks, uh, when, uh, my, my brother lived in a trailer in, uh, Ypsilanti and, uh, he pretty much had like, almost like a, like a shred factory, man. Like, just like pretty much like any amp you could think of. I mean, granted they were all like vintage, like, you know, like Supros, like, you know, old Fender amps that he would like find in Detroit, get them for like dirt cheap. And, uh, he found a drum set, uh, down there, I think for like a, like a hundred bucks, like something like something stupid. And, uh, I think it was just kind of like one of those like inklings to me, just like, you know, like, yeah. uh, starting to just like, kind of just like, uh, bang on him. But he kind of like, he kind of showed me like uh rhythm and like articulate, like timing. Um, like as far as like, you know, like learning like about the two and the four and like the kick on the one and the three. So that was when I was about nine or maybe eight. Holy shit. And, um, yeah. So, um, <laughs> so from there, uh, yeah, man, like I, I think my dad went to like a, a Belleville pawn shop and got me my first, uh, first drum set when I was about nine. And, uh, you know, lo and behold, there was this company named Zicko's that made this drum set and they were usually, uh, done in like acrylic finish, but this one had like a, a birch wood. And there was only about 10 of them made. So I sold this for like fucking like a hundred dollars, like years later, come to find out this thing is like worth a fucking fortune. Dude. So, <laughs> yeah. So, but yeah, man, like, I, I don't know. I've, I've just kind of like, you know, stuck with, uh, you know, like, uh, you know, just playing drums. Like I went to music school for a minute in, in Boston. Um, and, uh, yeah, man, I mean, like to, to, to be quite honest with you, I mean, I listen to metal, man, but like my main focus is pretty much like jazz and like swing and that type of shit. So really? Yep. Mm -hmm. Wow. Crazy, man. That's fucking awesome. Uh, Thank yeah. You. Yeah. Cause you, you sound awesome in the fucking album, dude. Just fucking killer. I love it. Thank you. Love the playing. It's a drummer's drummer. <laughs> Thank yeah. you. Thank you, man. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> Thank you so uh, much. Uh, Garrett, how about you? Oh, um, I mean, I've been like huge into music my whole life. My dad. I uh, was a drummer and a singer. He was actually in a, like a doo-wop group in the 60s. Um, oh, cool. They're called the Classmen. Um, they had a number nine hit in Detroit at that time. Nice. Um, so like he always like, I so from a young age, like he would, after that, he was in a bunch of different bands, like cover bands and shit. He had a country cover band. So from a young age, I was, you know, out watching him do that and everything. Um, and I was always really into professional wrestling as well, um, which I worked in that as a manager, but that's a different story, whatever. But uh, so from there, it kind of just turned into like a deal. Like I, you know, heard like Pantera, White Zombie, like shit like that, Metallica when I was like six or seven and was like, oh, this is fucking awesome. <laughs> and I fell in love with Esham and like uh, I saw, I remember seeing Dr. Dre, nothing but a G thing video on TV. And like, so I was a heavy metal kid that absolutely fell in love with hip hop. Nice. And I started rapping high school, went from there, put out an EP 2008, I've been throwing shows, rapping since then. And then 
Now I'm in a fucking thrash metal band. <laughs> yeah, shows up in practice in like black metal oh. shirts of bands I've never even heard of. <laughs> I'm like, what is this? He's like, you don't know. Like, he's yeah, just metal through and through. <laughs> like, like I'm like saying the nerd thing. Like you can see is just yeah, I'm gonna do the whatever. But yeah, yeah. Thank you for question, uh, man. I appreciate it, man. That was yeah. fun to answer. Uh, Bubba, how about you? So yeah. Uh, that is called comedic timing what got me in the music and what got me all inspired was definitely it's coming awesome. from my dad everything i want to say musically came from my dad growing up i was like five six seven years old uh my dad has this old school classic rock vinyl collection from Dio, Priest, Deep Purple, Nazareth. You, I mean, you name it. Nice. Like, MC5. He has every copy of the Rolling Stones, for fuck's sake. Everything's London label, original press. Oh, wow. You can't get anywhere. But growing up, I'm just like looking through all this stuff, hearing it through his sound system, you know, whatever. Yeah. But what got me into music and the instrument, so I'll go a little forward. I was like 12 years old and... uh all of a sudden, I'm just hearing more heavier music like Pantera, like Megadeth, all that kind of stuff came around. And my dad had a 1974 Ibanez Les Paul copy oh, nice. guitar. Nice. And he had that and he would play it on occasion. And I just would periodically look at him. I'd be like, well, that looks kind of fun. So I told him one day, I was like, can I learn how to play that? Hands me the guitar. He's trying to, you know, do the whole, no, your yeah. hand here, no, this kind of thing. <laughs> That, all right, how you do it? That's how you do it, Nick. Listen. <laughs> but uh, yeah. After that, though, I kind of like said fuck that on the guitar, and I ended up starting to play bass, and I ended up getting a first act. Woohoo! <laughs> oh my god. No, a little first act, fifteen watt bass amp, and then I'm just kind of like, this is kind of boring. So told my dad again, I want to play guitar. Now I'm like thirteen. And then just from right then there, just, yeah, 13, started learning uh, anything that I could because I didn't have an amplifier. Oh. I had a karaoke machine. <laughs> so all I really had to play on was this just horrible, weak, clean fuzz sound. Anything from blues to just whatever I could play. Eventually, my friend hooked me up with the DS1 distortion pedal. Oh, yeah. A little fucking fuzz going, a little more of a tone. Now, next thing you know, I'm in my first band, Hallstatt uh that was a long time yeah. ago that was high school days and yeah just i've seen you guys awesome. play. yeah dude we, we opened up for overkill except that was only like 18 19 playing for these bands and it, it was just oh, like shit. i'm like this is what i want to do for the rest of my life and i don't care if i get paid i just love doing it yeah. i got to be bobby blitz all sorts of shit happened in my life europe <laughs> you name it so awesome. now I'm here. Now I'm with these patch of fucking sexy fellas. So <laughs> now we're just here. Want to play more shows, make more music, and just, you know, vibe yeah. with the scene. Wait a minute. You got to meet Europe? I got to meet Europe. <laughs> <laughs> you know I, mean? I got to meet Sick. Europe himself. All of Europe. <laughs> yeah. No, but it was, that was great. Europe was Europe. fun all in all. But yeah. Awesome. The whole awesome. 12 years old journey is now here. So oh, yeah, man. that's crazy, man. That's awesome. Uh, Jimmy, how about you, man? So I, uh, I was like a late bloomer with music uh, because like I grew up with a really kind of a strict Southern Baptist family. Um, like uh, I learned uh, a 
acoustic stuff. Like my dad was like, here, you're going to like my really before this, my family is all, you know, uh, bluegrass all from down South Virginia kind of area. Oh, cool. They all play like, you know, like on the porch yep. family reunions, we'd get together. Like I'd have an uncle on the fucking keyboard. Like I'd have my cousin, Johnny, he'd be delivering the washboard out of a fucking banjo. <laughs> Deliverance on banjo. Just but nice. I, mean, I was, I was already kind of really drawn to how fast bluegrass was. <laughs> and I still fuck with like Stanley brothers kind of stuff. Like they yeah. are amazing and you know just insane so i grew up with basically listening to like the beatles and like you know just gospel music not gospel but bluegrass kind of stuff so right right um i my dad taught me like gc and d he's like you know you're gonna play in the church and i had to learn on a uh, classical neck guitar which at a you know if you yeah. what i mean it's like a huge neck <laughs> right bigger than like a regular standard steel string acoustic so yeah so I'm like trying to stretch and get comfortable with this stupid thing. And so um, I went from there and I really, I think my, I was just telling Davey this earlier, like my, uh, you know, metal awakening kind of was like, I was 12, I was 94. Uh, if you do the math, I'm 40 now. So fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> so 94 was huge for me though, because like uh, Sepultura had put out Chaos AD, mm-hmm. Pantera put out Far Beyond Driven, Slayer yeah. had put out Divine Intervention. Uh, I mean, there were just so many great, uh, albums that came out at that time that like just like hearing it all like pulled me right in yeah. um i started on bass as well uh my brother and i used to play he was guitar and i played bass and we just worshiped metallica so i just learned all the fucking cliff burton bass lines and <laughs> and, uh, eventually i just kind of wanted to write and i was having trouble writing on the bass and i was like well fuck it i'm gonna pick up guitar then and yeah. just look over from there so uh yeah it was it, it all stemmed from you know my family um but it just grew into like you know me just well here here's what it was i was like the i don't want to like answer too much but basically like my brother would go away on visitation with his family on the weekends he'd come yeah. back with like tapes of like queensrike and metallica oh. and shit like that and like bring it back to me and i'd just be bumping it in my fucking walkman constantly <laughs> and just studying it really like I wasn't just a fan of it, but I was like listening because I was studying the music almost. How can I do that? Cool. Yeah, how can I, you know yeah. what I mean? Like that, that's what, and I didn't realize that at the time, but then I was he like, discovered down picking. And then I discovered down picking. <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So you guys blow me away with that because uh, I suck at it. And I'm always impressed with, with guys that can play with the accuracy and speed that you fuckers can. It's, yeah. yeah. Fucking awesome. <laughs> Yeah, that's all I did, man. In my room, hours on end in high school, gave up my life to play guitar. (laughs) Awesome, Uh, awesome. So we've got, uh, let's see, Uncle Tone. Uncle Tone. 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 Can you hear us? Tone. Tone low. Oh. Funky I, I don't hear anything oh, tone. So, so Uncle Tone or or Greg, do you guys have any questions for these guys? Party foul. All right, I'm going to continue then. So kind of along that same lines is like, and we might have touched on a little bit, but what was the very first album you ever bought? And it could be a CD or fucking download. You know, I realize not everybody bought vinyl. They're not, you're not as old as fucking I am. So (laughs) Uh, I'll take it. All right, go. (laughs) So uh, I I believe I'm pretty sure. Uh, I'm pretty sure the first album, or well, yeah, CD. This would have been at like uh, Circuit City in Taylor, back in like fucking like '95, '96, um, and it was uh, Rancid and Out Come the Wolves. 
Oh, nice. <laughs> and dude, I mean that that album changed my fucking life. So I remember I'm still to this day. I mean the the bass lines on that man, like untouchable. Yeah, I remember seeing. Didn't they have a video out at that time too? Um, they did a time yeah. bomb. Yeah, and, uh, yeah, Ruby Soho. Yep, yep. Yeah, yeah. Hell yeah, that was awesome. I think that was my introduction to that band is, is that album. So yeah, very cool. That's a good introduction to get acquainted with them, man. Yeah. That's, that's still like, I mean, uh, you know, as you know, top five punk albums that, that that's in there for sure. hundred yeah. percent. Awesome. Uh, Bubba, how about you? So my first CD, I will say it was the Ozzy Osbourne tribute to Randy Rhodes mm. a while back. I think Yeah, I was like, maybe really young in high school still and just in walmart they had cds and i just looked so i grabbed that and yeah that was the start from there and then obviously just never really i lived in k-pack which is just complete isolation with everything so once i finally started moving down here like from ferndale to just anywhere in the city where they have everything now now you do have like what found sound in ferndale yeah I want to say but then mm-hmm. yeah i finally started being able to collect vinyls and just more cds from there and was just collecting any iron maiden album i could find from there they had just anything huge on metallica so i had to get the first well first four albums for sure yep i am picky on the fifth but other than that <laughs> yeah i mean yeah when it comes to yeah i mean randy rose ozzy tribute I love early Metallica, um, but the Black Album was a bummer for me. And it's a hit or miss. I, like I said, it's a album. hit or miss. I, I, I like it more oh, than man. I hate it's it. A perfect album, but it's definitely not Saint Anger. Oh, I yeah, no, did. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I mean, dang, dang. Through the Never is a hard riff. That shit's fire, dude. It is. It's don't listen to Edge of Sandman. The radio. Kills it for it's the only song that's kind of like that's right uh, yeah, but then yeah. you got your sisters playing fucking you know what i mean right. like <laughs> <laughs> i fucking love that song <laughs> I, I fuck with the black album yeah, for sure i love the black album yes. I would say. yeah um, when i went to sound they got I mean, the first it didn't sell albums. so many copies for no fucking reason if they have right. a no that's life true. the leather demo though on vinyl i'm gonna find that yeah that would be awesome i want that so, uh, Davey, how about you? What was the first uh, CD album? My Donna. My first. Oh, yeah. <laughs> hey, don't dog Madonna. No, uh, <laughs> my first musical purchase, like I, my my older sister kind of influenced me when I was like real little. Whatever she was listening to, I'd listen to. I remember I, I had a few bucks from like allowance or something when I was in elementary school. It was actually a Bone Thugs and Harmony cassette. Okay, <laughs> yes. yes. Yeah. For the love of money. And <laughs> I, I played that on her stereo, but like the first CD that I wanted and that I bought was uh, uh, Americana by The Offspring. Yeah. Oh, cool. Awesome. Very nice. Very nice. Uh, Garrett, how about you? All right. Um, a lot of like the first CDs I had were like gifts from somebody else, birthday, Christmas, whatever. Yeah. Um, that's why I got like a lot of Pantera, uh, White Zombie, and Master Puppets. But the first CD that I actually purchased with my own money myself was uh, ICP Ringmaster. <laughs> nice. Why? Wow, you need slow clap. That's all right. That's a fucking sweet. That shit is fucking sweet. Uh, but yeah, ICP Ringmaster, I think was it. Excellent excellent and jimmy 
I don't, I guess I don't really recall exactly what my first one was that I bought uh, uh -huh. personally. Um, I do remember back in the day, I would like, uh, I used to live in this shithole fucking little trailer park in Flat Rock, Michigan called Americana. And it was right across the street from the Flat Rock Speedway. Oh, I remember that. It's a fucking. There's junk. a gas station now There's that has station. like a liquor store a right next to yeah, yeah. sell me two dollar fifty cent pack of cigarettes when I was like fourteen. <laughs> Anyways, uh, I, I would like cut lawns <laughs> for like three bucks, and uh, because they were like the size of my fucking uh, foot. Anyway, uh, so these little ass fucking lawns, I'd cut them three bucks a pop, and be like, all right, well, I'm gonna go buy like you know Metal Maniacs, Metal Edge magazines, Rip magazines, and shit, Guitar Worlds yeah. and shit. And I would see all the bands in there, and I would get those tapes from my brother. I want to say like one of the because I, I like I said I would get I would get tapes from everybody like yeah. I was getting tapes of like Earth Mover, uh, Deftones, Corn uh, in '94 was another huge yeah. fucking influence on me, um, like White Zombie, holy fucking shit! I fucking love White Zombie. Like oh, yeah. that guy's uh, guitars on uh, Las Exorcisto are yeah. some of the best shit I've ever heard written in my life. Uh, yeah, yeah. One of the first like I. Uh, I think one of my first big loves, obviously, is Metallica, and like I would just, I would just buy. I'd, I'd, I'd like, I'd be at home and be like, Dad, can you go buy me this CD? I'd give him my money that I probably stole from him. Like, can you, <laughs> can you go buy me this CD, Dad? And like, he'd see the cover Don't and be like, "This is devil music." And I'm like, "It's not, though, Dad. It's good." Daddy hasn't heard Dia sign yet. No, it's not devil music, Daddy. <laughs> Yeah, so that was probably it. It was, it was probably like Metallica or Slayer. I, I do remember having the um, oh shit, this girl that I went to school with. Oh, she gave me the Divine Intervention cassette tape, yeah. and back then the American record Sick. stuff like that tape specifically, yeah. like there was a like a foil like insert inside the cassette tape that was all red. Oh, it was oh. fucking sick, dude. And nice. yeah, dude. I remember just jamming that back in the days till that tape just broke. That like pungent stench kind of shit. Like just oh. <laughs> it's pretty pretty diverse on the music spectrum, but like it was probably like Metallica, kind of shit like that. Yeah. Awesome. And if so, uh kind of switching gears a little bit, but if you guys could go and this we'll go around the horn because you might have different answers, but um if you could if Convulsus could go anywhere in the world and play a show where would you go and who would you want to have on the bill with you guys? I mean, you could, you know, be opening up for somebody or have somebody opening up for you. Is active, uh, active or past bands or it can be uh, <laughs> whatever your heart it can be. It, yeah. yeah. Whatever you want, because uh, yeah, it, yeah, you, you might want, you know, uh, headlining. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Thirty yes. minutes. Iron Man. Iron Man playing the Jaeger. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! All right, all right. Uh, Davey. Honestly, go. Europe has all the best shows because they do. They're, they're, they're such they're a smaller continent. You know, like we. Yeah. We have like uh, you know, stuff in Vegas. We have the FTA Fest now popping up. Like, our country is just so goddamn big it's hard for people to make it to these shows, you know, like from all over the country. Right. You get those right. tests in Europe and everybody just like, I'll hop on the fucking train and be there in like, you know, two hours and that's it. Yeah. And yeah. they can all pack the place, you know, oh, of course. Right. Europe is where it's at. It's gotta be, you know. So well, something about those European fans too. They just, they're hungry, man. Love it. They're fucking hungry. They love mm -hmm. it. Yeah. I mean, what do you think about that though? Because I, I, 
and I think you got a good point, Jimmy, because of the huge, you know, geographic thing. Um, because it does seem like, you know, well, South America too. Um, they're, they're fucking crazy for metal, like just fucking crazy for it. They they are, man. We actually get a lot of listens and follows from like other countries. The the first day our, our fucking EP drop, man, we got emails about releasing shit on like Mexican, South American and like Norwegian. They're like, yo, what up? Really? Yeah. That's I mean, awesome. for the time being, I mean, we just want to like kind of keep it in house and like do a yeah. DIY, but you know, like, yeah. So that you can definitely tell, man, like they, they you know, they, they like the thrash metal. So, they respect yeah. it. Yeah. They, they love it, man. People like yeah. It. So I mean, is I there here too? It's just, like I said, it's just, you have so much music here. Yeah, same, I think it, even, even within the metal genre, there's just so much that's music true. to listen to. You that's know? true, but I mean, yeah. like Europe, yeah, yeah. Man. yeah. But Detroit is one of the hardest audiences to win over, too, man. So you know, but which is weird because you get so many people that'll go to like a a big show, you know. So like uh, Merciful Fate, like everybody I know was there, right? But I was if, there. I was there. Yeah, yeah I was there. Right? <laughs> I I was not because I had something else there. going on, <laughs> but. Um, you know, I probably would have been there too, but then the next time, like, you know, you go to a local show, that has got killer bands and there's, I don't know, not as many people. And I don't understand that. I mean, even that Merciful Fate show when, when we were there, I was kind of, yeah. kind of surprised because it was like them creator, you know, like, I was like, damn, like they didn't sell the balcony. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. yeah that's why, that's why I was like, what? Like, I, I was kind of like, damn, I, if I were on stage, I, I, I made this comment to somebody. I was like. If I were on stage looking out and the balcony was empty, I'd be kind of like, why didn't we move this to a fucking more intimate venue? Right. Yeah. But I mean, with COVID and everything, maybe they just, you know, I mean, like scheduling and shit for events. I mean, who knows? Like, Where was that at? Masonic? It was at the Masonic. Uh, Masonic. Yeah. Yeah. Which was so good, man. The sound was phenomenal. Just Yeah. It's a cool place. I I saw a priest there, like pre-pandemic. Oh, yeah. Was was that with uh, with that uh, Saxon and Black Star? Yeah, with Saxon. Saxon kicked ass, too. What a great show, man. For sure. Yeah. All right. So back to the question. So you, uh, so Bubba, Jimmy, you guys are um, Europe. But any particular um, festivals you'd like to play? If you were Vakken festival, man. Vakken. The Vakken festival is like the festival of all metal festivals. Yeah. They have Dynamo in Holland too, I think. Yeah. 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 Extreme is and Hellfest. Yeah. 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 Hellfest. Yeah. Yeah. I have a a friend who lives in Belgium too, who's always trying to like get me to come out and just go to these festivals. Just like I said, Europe has just so many metal festivals out there. It's like, I don't even know which one's what. He's like, here's this yeah. one, this, this one. one. Yeah. That, that's kind of my bucket list is to get to Europe to go to a metal festival. Because I've yeah. been to, um, you know, uh, Full Terror Assault, which was awesome. And um, I think that's the only metal festival I've ever been to. Well, back in the well, day. the one in Boston, too. Oh, yeah. yeah. Fucking Maryland. Yeah, Maryland <laughs> yeah, Fest. <laughs> yeah. They said they were going to hold off, but I think they're coming back again. Yeah. That's that would fun. be a good show to play, though. Yeah, yeah. that's There's fun. There's bands here now that are going out there and playing. Berserker, so. yes. Chuck, you ever go to FTA? Yep, yep. Yeah, I did. I went the very yeah. first year. Part mosh pit. Yeah, <laughs> I went the first year, and um, I think it was Sacred Reich was playing. Yep. yep. Um, but then they they switched it to the same weekend as the UP Beer Fest. Oh, uh, beer's warm. I, I, <laughs> yeah, it's a heavy scale there. Yeah, it's a hard one for me. You know, it's like yeah. fucking metal, beer, uh, beer. 
<laughs> Honestly, like I would choose a, a cold ass beer rather than a fucking hot ass tent. <laughs> yeah, sweaty dudes, mosquitoes, just sweaty yeah. just sweaty drunk fucks. No, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it did rain during Origin when we went though, and it was phenomenal. It was awesome. It was cool to write off. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, so you guys were there the first year. Dave and I went the second, second year. Oh okay. All right. So I was thinking yeah, was We had a slip and slide at our camp. Yeah, yeah we, got our bands, camp, we got bands from like our camp was a place to be. Yeah, yes. <laughs> we, had, we had air conditioning. We just had yeah. a couple blowers in there in our camp. Oh, nice! People were coming to visit. We had bands coming to us and stuff. Awesome. <laughs> yeah, it was hot as fuck when we went. It was uh, yeah, it was. like yeah. hundred fucking degrees. It got so hot for a couple of years. I think they, yeah, yeah that's why I think it was closer to fall. September. I and don't even did... know because like now it's November and it's still seventy degrees. Yeah, I don't no know if it was any cooler really. <laughs> Thanks a lot, Joe. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. God damn it. Uh, so, Garrett, how about you? If you could uh, play anywhere, and where would you want to play, and with who? All right. Um, it's funny you ask this question because I've actually given this a lot of thought. Excellent. All right, so, to start off, uh, Convulsus would be playing in Japan nice. um, at Korokan Hall during a Japanese deathmatch wrestling show. Fuck yeah. Right. Man. So, and then I would get Discordance access to reunite and play. <laughs> I would get bleeding through, and then wow. uh, discharge would close. Oh, awesome! That would be my show. Wow. Excellent. Wow. Match wrestling show. Nice, nice. Yeah. I love we it. Ass kill from Japan play too, though. Oh shit! I haven't heard Fast of kill is fucking crazy. Is that what the cringy vocals? They have like the most. <laughs> God damn it! They have the most muppety sounding <laughs> vocals, but dude, the, those dudes fucking. Oh, they rip! Yeah, for sure. Insane. But I mean, going back to like what Chuck yeah. said about vocals too, yeah, man. Yeah. Like to make or break, though. Yeah. Yeah, they that will. I'm serious. They're fucking nuts, dude. <laughs> There's there's great bands and I you know they're they're talented musicians but I when I sometimes when I hear the vocals it just doesn't work and it this is any genre you know like oh, yeah. uh fucking folk rock folk music whatever the vocals don't do it for me you know and people sometimes love that shit but ah, fuck that so anyway Davey how about you who would you go play if I were to play somewhere I think it'd be cool to play somewhere I don't know specifically but somewhere in Germany or Finland Sweden or Poland out of those nice. four yeah. just because that's where all my favorite bands come from and on the bill I'd have us with like decapitated oh, decap uh bloodbath oh yeah maybe uh Vader and gore guts but they can only play from the first two albums yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's my favorite um <laughs> Yeah, I guess that's how I would narrow it down. I just roll a dice with whoever plays when and whatever city out of those, like, or whatever country out of those four countries, I guess. That'd probably yeah. be my guess. Uh, yeah, Blood Black. That, that new album they had is fucking killer. I love that. Yeah, one. that was the best album they put out in like three or four albums, in my yeah. opinion. I yeah, love Black I, yeah I thought it was fantastic. Uh, Adam, how about you? Uh, my dream ideal gig, man, would be probably uh playing uh in the basement of nice blood uh records in norway where uh mayhem there's the, the, the black metal oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah do it do it like a basement show man uh us immortal I, as you can tell like i'm a huge black metal fan but like <laughs> yeah like immortal uh morduk uh 1349 get the, get the whole fucking gang together <laughs> Oh, Throwing man. some Darth Throne too, man. I mean, yeah. I don't think they've ever fucking played. I mean, granted, I think they played a show back in the early '90s, man. But that's about. 
So <laughs> yeah. yeah, their second their second one is our show. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, so uh, another kind of question about you know getting to know you guys is uh, what's your favorite movie? Um, let's let's start with uh, uh, Jimmy. I'm a big uh, sci-fi guy, yeah. so it's it's going to be like a toss-up between like Star Wars or like Alien. Dune, Alien, like any of those, like Predator. Like I, I just the love like sort of like Alien horror. sci-fi horror type stuff. Yeah, like, I love that shit, man. Any yeah. and there's a lot of new uh, like more Western sci-fi's that have been coming out, like the movie Prospect. I like it's probably boring as shit to most people, but like it's awesome, great fucking movie, great idea. When, when did uh, that I'm come out? About the new Dune movies. Because I read the books and they're oh yeah they're awesome. So th- that prospect movie, when when was that out? Prospect came out like maybe in 2018 ish. Okay, oh, it's, it's got okay. what's his face that played the. Uh... Oh damn, what's his name? Uh, Kevin Bacon. The, yeah, no, the Mandalorian. <laughs> it's, the guy that, it's the guy that plays the Mandalorian, you know. So, uh, oh yeah. And also Kevin Bacon. <laughs> so they're on a planet and they get fucking footloosed. But no, they're, they're it's prospect. They're basically like on a planet to you know score like a you know like a minerals and shit, or like you know some kind of mineral or whatever that yeah. you know or something in the future or something. But yeah, it's it's cool. a really cool movie, well written, good soundtrack. Excellent, excellent, uh, Bubba. This is a tough one. Favorite, yeah. favorite movies? Uh, God. Like, yeah. like, I'm definitely, like, obviously yeah. people who know me outside of band stuff. Like, I love horror films. Uh, growing up, I want to say for just nostalgic reasons, 1988 Night of the Demons, the first oh, one. Interesting. And just, I don't know what it is about that movie. It just became that comfort movie where I would just watch it every fucking night. Over and over it, and just watch Linnea quickly stick that lipstick in her tit. <laughs> like I don't know, like anything from Return of the Living Dead, Night of the Living Dead. I just, I'm just a huge horror buff kind of guy. Like I love Jaws. Like I don't yeah. know, I can go on and on when it comes to favorite movies. I just can't pick a favorite. But if there is one that sticks out a lot, The Toxic Avenger. Oh yeah. Not oh, only yeah. is it trauma films. But it's super cheesy and super gory for just any Fuck. horror movie lover. <laughs> like, you can't go wrong with the Toxic Avenger. And yeah, all right, we need to talk. I'm saying, <laughs> so, yeah, it, it, I can go. I can go all day. <laughs> like, if if I don't have to pick a horror movie, like The Warriors, for example. Is oh yeah, that's awesome. One. Yeah. Uh, the Thing. If you want to go sci-fi, like the a Thing, like, yeah. go on and on. So yeah, yeah. fantastic. <laughs> uh, Davy. It's really hard to narrow it down to one movie. Like <laughs> I, I, I was thinking, like everyone's saying a movie. I'm like, oh, that reminds me of this movie. They yeah. live like, um, oh yeah. I I really really like the original. Uh, Let the right one in. Oh yeah. The original is like I could watch that like every day. I really like Evil Dead Two. I really like Pumpkinhead. Pumpkinhead. Army of Darkness. I forgot to add oh, that yeah. one. That's a great book. Yes, yeah. like, but yeah, I guess in my head, probably left the right one in. The original is my probably my favorite movie. Yeah, that is really cool. That's a it's a it's a good concept too. Uh, Garrett, how about you? All right, uh, I'd have to say the original Halloween and oh. the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Of course. Nice. Very Classics, nice. yeah. Everybody says, you know, those ones, but those stick out to me the most. Psycho, yeah. Psycho. original. 
Uh, the original Exorcist. Yeah. Uh, CB4. Yeah. Uh, cool Runnings. Cool Wolf. Runnings. Yeah. I can go on and on. But yeah, I don't know, man. I'm a huge horror fan like Bubba. Uh, like Adam said earlier, Poison Womb. I wrote a song inspired by the movie Basket Case as yes. Poison Womb. Uh, and also coming up in one of the next batches of songs, we got a uh, another 80s. 80s horror classic. Don't uh, give it away. Oh, I'm not going to. I already talked about it. I was about to. Yeah, not yet. Oh, awesome. So, yeah, you can get a little bit more of that kind of stuff from us. Cool. So. That's, that's awesome. Uh, Adam. Uh, the movie Me and My Lady filmed for Pornhub. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Great movie. <laughs> 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 This is a happy ending. No, man. Honestly, like, uh, <laughs> uh, you know, I'm going to be the oddball out here and not select horror, man. I'm going to go, well, actually, uh, two two movies uh, tied. Uh, so, Forrest Gump. Oh, yeah. That's a fucking, Thanks, come on, I mean, yeah. come on, man. And then uh, we're going to go a little dark on this, man. Uh, Schindler's List. I yeah. think that's phenomenally filmed. Uh, I mean, it's what a brutal a, movie. What exactly, man? Cinderella, man. Yeah, it's fucking brutal. I remember watching that movie and thinking, Jesus Christ, because, um, yeah, I think it does a great job of. Well, I, I can't even imagine what those people went through, but yeah, just the cold brutality of the guy that's running the camp, you know? Yeah, absolutely, and, man. My my, as a matter of fact, my my brother who has since passed, uh, he he was on a um he was on a vessel for the navy. And they, they would have like movie nights, I believe, like every other week. And uh, they screened this before they, they, they put it out in the theaters. And uh, there was some like a group of like skinheads in this, like this Navy platoon that were just like laughing and joking the whole time. Oh, and fuck. dude, like, I mean, uh, like my, uh, my brother and a gang of his friends, like beat the, the shit right out of that. So like, <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Oh man. So it holds a special place in my heart, man, for sure. And I mean, what what a what a brilliant film, man. Yeah, fuck yeah. Um, how about Uncle Tone or Greg? Do you guys have a favorite film? And you can write in the chat. If you want. I would say, uh, sorry, I've been listening the whole yeah. time. I'm just trying to corral three uh, wild children. <laughs> um, Big Lebowski for sure. Oh, I love awesome. comedies. Um, where you can watch them a million times and yeah. continue picking up on just great writing over and over and over. And uh, yeah, you know, when yeah. there's just masterpieces written where every line is funny and as you watch <laughs> it more and more, like you pick up more on so like every, every individual ever. line. It's great. Yeah, that is a, that is a great movie. Uh, see, yeah. walk hard, walk hard would be a strong <laughs> sound. Walk hard. Yeah. What do you mean, scientist, Doc? <laughs> <laughs> and see, like uh, Jimmy Cox? Is that what? Yeah. 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 <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> uh, Uncle Uncle Tone wrote uh, Doom Generation. Oh. Okay. I don't know if I, I don't think I've, I've, seen, I've seen that. That's is that with Dwayne the Rock? Movie. No. <laughs> no, he's in the Doom movie, isn't he? He's, he's, he's in the Doom movie. Like a weird, oh. It's got like Rose McGowan in it and shit, and like I don't even know the premise. Oh. Owl Man with Kevin Bacon's great. Oh, by the way, like, <laughs> like the first Resident Evil was yeah. great. Silent Hill was fucking great. Like some of those uh, early video game movies were really cool, though. Yeah. Oh, the sweet then. one that yeah, I forgot. Still, uh, up. I think they're cool. This is a good one. The newest Silent Hill was like 
really legit. Or Resident Evil 2. Yeah. yeah, the newest Resident Evil was like more like the people told me it was like more like the video game, I guess. Yeah. Like cool. where they're in the cop uh, cop shop and shit. But like that was awesome though. It was a good movie. It was like an edge of the seat kind of. They're also making it 28 months later, apparently. Damn. Oh, yeah. Oh. With the original. Days, that's a good original so th- uh, speaking of horror movies, that reminds me. You ever seen 30 Days of Night? Yeah. Yes, yeah. great movie. Yes, that's vampire be... vampire movie. Yeah, that's the best vampire movie ever fucking made. That's so fucking great. I love that yeah. movie. Yeah, uh, and then uh, Uncle Tone also wrote in uh, Terminator Two. Oh yes, yeah, yes, yes. That is the correct answer. You win. <laughs> awesome. A neural net processor, a learning computer. <laughs> The one I forgot, though, that I have to tell you about is uh, it's a classic. It's it's often overlooked. I don't know how a lot of people leave this out of oh, their no. list. Is it ro- but uh, it's going to be it's going to be Hard Rock Zombies. If you haven't seen uh, that, oh. that's a good one. You should check that out. Yeah, I showed I brought it over to Adam's house the other day over here. Uh, we watched it and he got through a good chunk of it. Yeah, like 50 minutes. Yeah, it's fucking hilarious. It's so bad. It's so bad. Oh, there's no premise. There's no like, yeah, dude. The there's like this little little person coming out with like a leprechaun hat. Oh, that, that's another one. Leprechaun is a fucking awesome movie. Oh, yeah. I did find a movie. I think it's a Tubi original that I wanted to show Garrett. It's called Shark Side of the Moon. And it's literally they go to the moon and there's like fucking shark aliens. Like, they like burrow through the sand and you see their fin in the shark sand. So, yeah, like I was gonna tell you. Yeah, yeah. Starring yeah. Kevin Bacon. Yes. Powers was a good movie. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Only it's not, as, not as boring as Pink Floyd. Dude, <laughs> oh, can we do a separate <laughs> movie podcast? I feel like yeah. 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 Oh, fuck yeah. I mean, Sorry, we're just talking. Yeah. No, it's fucking good. It's awesome, man. Well, what are guys, your favorite movies, Chuck? We want to know. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, shit. Um, I've got. They're all over the place. So um, the thing is mm, yep. probably one of my, I, mean, I, can watch, I can watch it all the time. You know, the remake. Yeah, with, uh, the Kurt Russell one? Yeah, Which, Kurt Russell, yeah. yeah Kurt Russell. <laughs> that, that one is, is so fucking awesome. Um, I just watched it recently, Tombstone. I love that fucking movie. Yeah. Another Kurt Russell movie. Um, Animal House is just fucking, oh, yeah, you know, classic. Oh, yeah. And, um, you know, Christmas Vacation. Yeah. I love that one. Movie, yes. And then I'm um, trying to think as far as like sci-fi, because um, that's really, I mean, Planet of the Apes, I fucking love. Soylent Green, Omega Man. Um, but I would probably have to say um, Rogue One is like. Rogue One is. Oh, oh shit. Wow. Okay. Okay. Great. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Most action packed. And a beautiful. Yeah. Perfect part of the timeline too, with the yeah. spies and shit. Great yeah, yeah. Movie. I I just thought that movie was like start to finish so good. I mean, I love the original ones, you know, they're they're classics, right? But that movie, I, yeah. I could watch that's it over it and over. Probably, I think that's probably one of the best ones that came out of the newer movies. Yes. Yeah. Oh, and one more, um, um, uh, No Country for Old Men. Oh yeah. Yeah. Color yeah. Brothers, man. That, yeah. Yes. Like every Wait, no one said Mars Attack. Oh, Mars Attacks. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I got a tattoo of one of those motherfuckers. <laughs> oh, animated? Oh, God. The animated. The animated. Yeah. That's a good one, too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Not a good movie. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, man. Like, Deadly Night, dude. Oh, yeah. <laughs> 
I'm just uh, naming all ridiculous. Yeah, there you go. Well, no. guys, I, I really appreciate you being on Fans with Bands. Uh, it's been Thanks so much fun. Yeah, thank you. I've, I've got just one last question. Okay. It's the controversial question. You may have heard it before, and that is pineapple or no pineapple on pizza? Yes. No, 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 I have leftovers oh. in my fridge right now. I, I like pineapple on pizza, but the real question we want to know, I think, honestly, from you, Chuck, every, anybody out there, <laughs> all right, you put on your hot dogs. Hot dogs. Well, you know, I, I honestly think it, yeah. so. All right, this may be. I may alienate people. If you put fucking ketchup on your hot dog, that's fucked. It should only be mustard, and that's it. And maybe some onions. You'll hate me, man. I love I'm out of here. I'll go to a goddamn salad bar and dump everything. Hey, and I will fucking yeah, slice it down the middle, throw a fucking hot pickle spear or a pickle spear. That's yeah. yeah. Well, no, I definitely like the ones. Remember, uh, my mom used to make these. Oh, split the hot dog, cool. put the put the cheese in the middle, and ra- wrap it in bacon. Boom. Oh yeah. Those- hungry, man. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Now we gotta. We'll have to. We'll have to meet up for hot dogs sometime. That'd be awesome. Hot dogs and beer. Yeah, we would love we're, that. We're trying to get it <laughs> to a backyard barbecue show where we just have somebody man in a grill hanging out, slinging glizzies all day while we're. You know, thrashing. That'd be great. Yeah, that would be awesome. About it's just yeah, it's just glizzies. Yeah, just glizzies. Glizzies. Greg said uh, pine- pineapple all day, and he says no ketchup. Adults. So I personally, my wife and I, we will do like we'll do like a garlic crust on something with pineapple, pepperoni, and I think it's ham. Those oh. three together, right there. That's and then, you, hey, if you could, if you could just dump an entire bottle of sriracha on it, or like hot honey, that, hot honey. Mike's hot honey. Jeez. Oh man, That's fucking That's... game changer, dude. That you know sounds that, I, that sounds nasty. I'm so fucking hard. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> uh, well, oh, guys, thanks team. again for being on Fans with Bands. I really appreciate it. Oh yeah! Thank Thank you, thank you, thank you. We love what you do, man. Thank you for supporting local metal and local music, uh, musicians. And (laughs) uh, yeah, man, keep on rocking in the free world. Thanks, guys. (laughs) Thanks to Jimmy, Bubba, Adam, Davey, Garrett, Greg, and Uncle Tone for joining me on this episode of Fans of Bands. Convulsus is thrash metal at its finest. The riffs and hostility on their debut EP is awesome. It was great fun getting to know the band and hearing their stories on getting together and music in general. We had a ball talking about movies as well. If you're near Flint, be sure to catch Convulsus ripping it up at Parts and Labor on December 3rd. If you can't make the show, for the love of God, watch their Facebook page for more shows and then go get their music on Bandcamp. See the show notes for all the details and links. These are tough times for everyone in the creative industries such as music. Your support of live streaming, purchasing music, and merchandise is critical. If you can help out your local artists, please do. If you are in the Michigan area, consider following the Playing in the Detroit Area Tonight Facebook page. It is a place for fans and bands to support each other and share our combined love of music. Thank you all so much for listening. 
Be sure to hit subscribe on your favorite podcast service to get each and every episode of Fans with Bands. Spread the word by rating the show and leaving a comment. We want to hear what you think. You can keep in touch by following us on social media. This is a Life in Michigan production. Until next time, be well and kick out the jams.